Have you been told you need to stop doing what you love, whether it's exercise, running, or a sport? Well, here at Dynamic, we don't like that answer. In this podcast, we'll talk to leaders in the health and wellness space from Southwest Florida to get the solutions you need to get you back to doing what you love. Welcome to the Dynamic Naples podcast. What's going on, Naples? Today, I have a very special guest, uh, Coach Micah West, works at the Show Me Strength Gym. I've known him for a few years now. I kind of consider him to be the mayor of Naples because he seems to know everybody. <laughs> How you doing today, Micah? Great. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for coming on. So, Micah, uh, you've got to be probably the most credentialed coach, trainer. Do you prefer coach to trainer? Is that what you prefer? Yeah, probably because okay. I, I do a lot of nutrition and lifestyle and health coaching. Yes. So yeah, you definitely are like the most credentialed coach I've ever met. Uh, <laughs> you got way more degrees and certificates than I do. Um, so tell me, like, where does all that passion come from? Like, what got you into the fitness industry in general? Uh, so my mother was an aerobics instructor from the time I was probably four or five. So around 1980, and uh, she would teach aerobics probably four or five days a week and take me to the gym with her. So I moved from daycare to the racquetball courts to just kind of being on the floor and working out. And uh, everyone in the gym watched me grow up. So all the, all the meatheads, all the trainers, all the staff, everyone would, would teach me and work with me. And uh, so I basically learned from experience, mm -hmm. but also it was kind of like my home away from home. Yeah. So all throughout junior high, high school, in fact, in high school, maybe even freshman year, I think I was cleaning locker rooms, working the front desk. Uh, I then moved on to helping to take people through equipment orientations, teaching them how to use the equipment. And uh, of course, I was always small growing up. I was always the shortest, probably the lightest in, in all the sports. I played baseball and soccer and and you know, whatever else I could do. Um, so I was always looking to get stronger and faster and, and bigger. Um, and really, for me, I never expected that to end up being a career. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I moved to Naples in 99 and I didn't have a job. So the first thing I did was go to a Bonita Bay job fair and they were hiring trainers for the Brooks, which they were in the process of building. So I started training uh, when I moved down here as kind of a career, which before, I mean, I worked at a gym while I worked other jobs. It was kind of a side job. It was never gotcha. really a main job. But I mean, it's something that just has always been a part of my life. So it's, I guess, second nature. That's great. Yeah, I can relate to the high school sports being small and thin. Like, you might not think of it the way I look now, but high school, I was probably like 145 pounds. You know, we're about the same height. You know, I was playing hockey and lacrosse, a very physical sport. So I was always like desperate to put on weight. In fact, I actually did a summer abroad. I went to Germany and I came back like 10 pounds heavier because it was just like a, a bunch of beer and sausage. Uh, oh, and yeah. I, I was I was psyched. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the very first um like like the first personal training certificate you did i think it was ace, ACE. american council on exercise mm -hmm. and in fact 
I didn't even study for it. I just went and took the test and passed it. So, but I've always been really good at passing tests. Very, uh, uh, I guess, memory, anything where you have to memorize information yep. is just always been super easy for me. Oh, lucky man. It's not my strong suit at all. Uh, <laughs> so, um, talk about some of like the bigger certifications you've done. Um, yeah, we'll start off with like the sort of the most influential ones on you. So I grew up in Illinois and worked at, at kind of a meathead type gym, you know, where it was all young people. So when I moved to Naples, all of a sudden, my clients were considerably older mm-hmm. and uh, had a lot more health issues, uh, not just physically, but, you know, a lot of them were on a lot of different medications. A lot of them had, you know, issues from poor lifestyle, poor diet, um, you know, things like that. So I really was lost. I had, I had gone from one extreme to another Mm -hmm. and I had to really start relearning how to do everything. Uh, and I was introduced to Paul check who was a holistic exercise kinesiologist. And I really just started absorbing as much information from him as I could. And then I went to see him speak in Tampa around 2002. And the title of his speech was Flatten Your Abs Forever. And it was supposed to be two hours. And he ended up talking for six hours. Right. And Flatten Your Abs Forever was all about nutrition. Mm-hmm. And that just opened up a rabbit hole for me that I really went down because I was teaching, you know, the basic food pyramid BS that we were all taught to teach. Right. And, uh, I, I really didn't think much of it, but um, and it just doesn't really work. I mean, it can work, but it's super hard. I mean, I just feel like <clears throat> what we're taught initially, the whole food pyramid, the calories in cars out that model. I just think it's a broken model. And uh, yep. I mean, it, it basically works from controlled starvation. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> um, um, so, sorry, continue. So I went through a functional movement screen with uh, Gray Cook, and that really changed a lot of things. Um, I, I got into more recently the functional range conditioning stuff, which instead of approaching fit from the idea that we got to work on the muscles, functional range conditioning focuses on the joints. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get old, going to be a grandpa soon. <laughs> so uh, if, if you look at all the old meatheads that are my age, they all have joint issues. I mean, they're in pain all the time. They look great, but they constantly complain about you know, sore, stiff, achiness, things like that. And, uh, you know, I, I was probably a little too cocky when I was younger. Everyone says, oh, wait till you're 30, wait till you're 40. And, um, you know, you start stiffening up. And I was like, oh, that's not going to happen to me. You know, sure enough, you know, I've, I, I've been pretty rough on my body. Uh, <laughs> as Chris knows, I've been in quite a few motorcycle accidents. Uh, I like to push the limits a little bit. <laughs> yes, Micah is so, a very extreme uh, person. Well, let me just say that. <laughs> uh, yep, that would be one way. So, uh, 
yeah, I'm pretty obsessed with speed and, and pushing the limits a little bit. So, you know, I've had some issues and, and, you know, it came a little bit from wanting to do the best I could for the clients that I work with. Cause I've worked with clients over a hundred years old. I've worked with Parkinson's patients and stroke patients and, you know, a lot of people that can barely walk or using walkers and things like that. And really the traditional approaches just aren't effective. They, they don't really apply to that population. Right. So, and, and I also knew that I didn't want to end up like that. You know, a lot of these people, maybe if I could have trained them 20, 30 years prior, they would have been much better off. They wouldn't have ended up in the condition that they were in. So the earlier you can address your health issues, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. And it sneaks up on you too. So the functional range conditioning stuff is that's Dr. And tell me, I always say it wrong. Andrea Spina. Thank you. Andrea uh, Spina. Yeah. That's his stuff. And um, one of the things I love, well, it's a couple of things, a lot of stuff I love that he says, but one of the things that was like a bit of an aha moment for me was he was talking about when, you know, specifically to the shoulder and hip, like losing range of motion. So the first thing to go tends to be internal rotation. And I kind of like intuitively knew that just because I've seen it so much is my background is almost the opposite of yours. I started off you know, in physical therapy, treating a lot of geriatric folks, and now I've moved into what I would consider performance space. So now I'm kind of treating a middle-aged to younger population. Anyway, so I had been seeing this massive interrotation of the shoulder and hip loss. It's just, it's you know rampant basically. So I, and when he said that, I was like, oh, of course, it makes perfect sense. So that yeah. to me is like a big marker for how healthy is your joint. Right. And, and really, according to Dr. Spina, and I definitely agree with him, uh, is the shoulders, hips, and spine. Those are your three big areas that you want to really keep as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. So all the joints really, except for the spine, you want to make sure you maintain good internal and external rotation the spine you want to first start with flexion and extension and then you know internal and external or, or i guess lateral flexion rotation, rotation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yep side bending all that yeah and one of the other ideas too that i really loved um because i, I feel like traditional physical therapy um can be a little sometimes too conservative conservative and too worried about injury and tissue. And I, so I think some of the recommendations can be a little bit excessive. Um, for example, like if you had a lateral ankle sprain, you're kind of taught to not put any stress on that lateral ligament, right? So you don't move in certain motions and do isometrics and things like that. For his idea is just the opposite. You do want to induce some strain on that tissue to, to teach it to heal, which makes perfect sense. Obviously within reason, you don't want to crush the tissue, but you want to, you do want to put a little bit of, you know, progressive load into that tissue to tolerance. Uh, so that also makes a ton of sense to me too. And you'll always regret not training the position you got injured in. Yeah, that's, I love that. That's perfect. <laughs> so any other um, certificates you think have been sort of mind blowing for you? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I've learned a lot from a lot of different places. You know, I've done Pilates certs. I've done nutrition certs. Um, I've done some functional training certs and some mentorships. Uh, of course, you know, I, I like to lift heavy stuff. You know, I like to look good. Um, 
but that stuff really isn't the best. Oh, you know, the one I almost forgot. Um, I'm really focusing a lot on right now. Uh, it's still kind of new to me. And, and the more I work with it, and I know Chris is, is doing his testing with me to kind of help out, but uh, heart rate variability. Yeah. So I'm, I'm beta testing an app that clients take a, a measurement of your heart rate variability first thing in the morning and it comes to me and I can track what is going on. So heart rate variability, for those of you who don't know, <clears throat> if your heart rate is 60 beats per minute, you would think that that means that your heart beats once per second. But the reality is one heartbeat might be 0.8 seconds from the next and the next heartbeat might be 1.2 seconds. So that variability between the heart rate is a measurement of the state of your nervous system, whether you're in a state of fight or flight or whether you're recovering and digesting and, and healing. So we can use different training techniques. We can use different recovery methods, uh, focusing on nutrition, supplement sleep. Uh, and then really for training, <clears throat> the one area which I always hated and uh, really neglected probably for most of my life is cardio uh -huh. because recovery always happens in a cardiovascular state. <clears throat> you know, strength training is, is anaerobic um, and that's really where you can create some great adaptation, but the recovery has to happen. And if your HRV score is low, you're not going to recover from intense workouts. So what you're saying is do, doing some cardio after an intense workout <clears throat> is going to be good for your recovery. Is that right? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say after, but doing, you know, a, a relatively consistent amount of cardio. Okay. Um, I try to split my cardio up for my strength training. Mm -hmm. Uh, it doesn't always work that way, especially now that our new studio is a little farther from my house. Um, you know, so I, I've been thinking about getting some equipment for the house to do cardio. Yeah. Um, did you have a, a preferred type of cardio? No, not necessarily. I've never been a fan of running. Um, Me neither. I think it's from all the years of soccer when all we did was run and run and run. And I was like, wait, I wanted to play soccer. I didn't want to run. So, <laughs> yeah, I played. Um, uh, I did cross country <laughs> in high school, and I think I hated like I only did it to stay in shape because I needed something to do in the fall to be in shape for hockey. So just like build endurance, but uh, I pretty much hated every single second of it. <laughs> Running yeah. is also not my thing. Um, very cool. And then you're also taking um, this Chris Cresser course. So what is that? Get, what in a nutshell is it? Just like a general coaching program, or does it involve nutrition? I assume it has a lot of nutrition to it. So the Chris Cresser, the Cresser Institute, um, classes start uh, in one month and it is a health coaching. It's a, it's a one year program, but it's health coaching as it relates to functional medicine. So, you know, functional medicine doctors are, are really starting to appear all over Naples. I love that. And definitely uh, as you go see the functional medicine doctor, they're going to tell you what to do but you're on your own after that. So basically that's where my role as a, a functional medicine health coach would come in to where I can help these people implement all of the lifestyle, uh, exercise, nutrition, all of these habits. And, and a lot of it is, is really learning to change your daily habits 
and to prioritize what's most important. So, you know, it almost has more to do with psychology than it has to do with the actual, you know, nuts and bolts of it. But, um, you know, hopefully I'll be pretty well-rounded in all of those aspects and I can work with, uh, with a lot of doctors. I also do work with Tricor Wellness. So some corporate wellness coaching and, and private wellness coaching through them. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the, the wave of the future, proactive medicine, as opposed to reactive, the model that we've been dealing with. So, yeah, I really think that's going to bridge the gap between, you know, medicine and wellness. So I think that's the thing's pretty amazing. Definitely. Awesome. Well, so you kind of talked about the, the motorcycle accident. So I think we should tell the story. Uh, I'll start off by, so we were in a different studio. We were in the Naples Fit Lab a couple of years ago. I get a call from uh, Chad Rogers. A year ago. Was it a year ago? Okay. Uh, yeah, I get a call. About a year right now. Yeah. God, it's crazy that you're doing so well. So Chad calls me up. Hey, uh, I just saw Micah like in a bunch of ambulances. He just got airlifted. I was like, what? Uh, airlifting is usually a bad sign. Um, so he's like, yeah, he got into a motorcycle accident right outside the, the lab, basically. Right. It was right on Pine Ridge, I think. Uh, it, it was uh, in front of Pelican Bay. Yeah. So um, I talked, I think I talked to you maybe that night or the next day and instantly texted me a very graphic image. So <laughs> tell the good people in Naples what you were doing and what happened to you. Oh, I don't want to implicate myself, but I was doing some writing activities that I shouldn't have been doing on an 850 pound Harley. Uh, you know, I, I spent 26 years on, on sport bikes and uh, got this 850 pound Harley that I, I absolutely love. And uh, I was trying to do some stunts that I've seen some people do on these bikes and uh yeah, it didn't go so well. So I had a little slow, low speed crash that normally I would have just gotten up, gotten right back on the bike and walked away. But the bike happened to land on my forearm up near my elbow and uh, ripped a nice little circle around my forearm and, and basically pulled it down almost to the bone. And it was just hanging there, sagging. So... Yeah, this is what we call a degloving injury, and it's like it sounds. It's like someone just, you know, those big yellow kitchen uh, gloves you'd use. It's like it's just like taking that whole thing off. So basically, you could, I could almost see <laughs> the bone. It just looked like all the muscle just been yanked right off. It was disgusting. I, I was like, yep. I was like, I saw that picture. I was like, you're gonna lose your arm. What? What happened? So uh, they they airlifted me to Lee Memorial. Uh, in Fort Myers and I went through surgery, 29 staples and then some stitches on top of that. I think I spent two or three days in the hospital before they released me. What was and, that surgeon's uh, name? Do you know his name? You gotta give him a shout out because he did. I think his name work. was Sergey. I never Sergei? met him. Oh really? Yeah. Oh he um, out. yeah. So so they put me out. I, I mean I might have met him right before the surgery as they were putting me out, but um yeah. you're probably pretty faint, I imagine. <laughs> no, actually I was fine. I was up talking to him. I was trying to let him uh, let me sit up on the helicopter so I could look out the windows. They wouldn't have any of it. <laughs> um, in fact, the first thing I do, I actually remember parking the bike. Uh, I was walking around for a bit. I did take the picture. That was that got me into some trouble. <laughs> and then sent to the gen, right? Immediately. Yeah. She was pretty upset with me for that. Um, 
but I, I started doing finger and wrist and arm exercises and stretching it in the hospital. I pretty much rehabbed it myself, uh, <clears throat> started doing as much as I could. The staples came out in two weeks. Of course, the first thing I did was jump back on the motorcycle and go ride. Um, and then I think within five months, I deadlifted 500 pounds. No, 400 Incredible. pounds. Incredible. Five months, 400 pound deadlift. Uh, it was pretty interesting. It was a long rehab. Yeah. You know, and that's just a testament to your knowledge base. I mean, you know, here I am working side by side with him. I'm saying, hey, you know, I'll, I'll rehab you. And he, he just knew what to do. I didn't have to touch him once. He rehabbed the whole thing on his own. He has full range of motion, full strength. The only thing you're missing is a little bit of nerve sensation in one spot. That's about it, right? Well, the whole forearm, basically, the nerves are pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Some things feel really intense. Like if my dog, she's a, a medium-sized dog, she puts her paw on my arm and it'll send me through the roof. But my cats, when they lick it, Sometimes I don't even feel it. You know, their tongues are really rough, like sandpaper. Yeah. So there's some weird nerve things that go on. But uh, yeah, for the most part, you wouldn't even, even looking at it, you don't really notice the, it doesn't really pop out now, the scar. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Uh, also, so I, I thanked you before in the past, but I want to do it on the air. So Micah introduced me some dietary changes. And, you know, and I was kind of in, I'd had a, uh, a daughter a few years earlier and kind of been steadily putting on weight. I think I was getting pre-diabetic probably. Uh, and then um, he just, he didn't even tell me what to do. He just kind of was like, Hey, check out this diet. And I checked it out. I did it. I lost 25 pounds or 30, I think actually 30 pounds now. Uh, I've been on this, this carnivore diet for um, almost a year now. Absolutely love it. My wife went on it. She dropped like 25 pounds. So, uh, you know, honestly, like, I think I was heading in a sort of bad way with my health. So you've definitely changed my life. So thank you for that. Awesome. I, I appreciate it. So you heard it, people. This is the guy I talk to. If you're looking to get strong, stay mobile, be healthy, lose weight, all the above, he can do it all. Do you have sort of an ideal patient, not sorry, clients uh, that you like to work with? You know, I, I, I kind of like working with people, you know, 45 to 70. Mm -hmm. um, that seems to be uh, a great uh, age group where, you know, traditional workouts really aren't going to help them achieve what they need to achieve, but they're still young enough to make the changes before it's too late. Mm -hmm. um, though I do still work with a lot of older clients as well. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So where do, uh, where do people find you? Uh, so, uh, of course, I work at Show Me Strength in North Naples with Chris and Chad, and that's next to the Mercedes-Benz of Benita on 41. And I do coaching with Tricor Wellness. And, uh, you know, occasionally I can work from some other locations as well. It just depends on, uh, you know, if someone has a, a home gym or, or a, a gym in their building that I can use. Um, yeah, so... On Facebook, I do have a page called Get Fit Naples, and I have a Facebook page called Midlife Health and Wellness. Great. So is Facebook probably the best place for them to contact you? Yep. Facebook is probably it. Great. And it was Get Fit Naples, right? Get Fit Naples is the group, and the business page is Midlife Health and Wellness. Okay. Perfect. 
Great. Uh, well, I think you kind of answered all my questions. Is there anything else uh, that I'm missing? Oh, probably, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Try to start, right? <laughs> well, Mike, it's been yeah. great. Uh, everyone reach out to him. He's he's fantastic coach. Um, and uh, just thanks again for coming on the podcast. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Do you have unexplained pain? Or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great way to stay ahead of any health conditions. And now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's liver function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It's sent to you with free shipping and you get results in two to five days, no physician referral needed. Use the code DPT20 for 20% off. Go to letsgetchecked.com and use the code DPT20. Did you know that you can get started with physical therapy without a physician's referral? Physical therapists don't just solve pain, we get down to the root cause and keep it from coming back. We also discuss all things health such as nutrition and lifestyle changes. If you feel that you could use some help, let's get on a free console call. Go to www.dynamicnaples.com and sign up for a free call. Also, if you like this podcast, please give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us spread the message. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.